Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. This is episode number 90, helping you find your amazing with Mayoko Taylor. What is happening, everybody? Jason Wright here with another edition of the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. As always, this is brought to you by FunnelVisionCourse.com. You guys want to learn about building an email list. You guys want to work about automation and marketing funnels. This is the free three-day course for you. Compliments of us and intentionally inspirational. I think you guys will really enjoy that. Tons and tons and tons of value there. More value than we've ever packed into a free course for sure. FunnelVisionCourse.com. All right. This week's random story, we're going to talk about not giving up on your dreams that have been put on hold. And I've been working on a book for close to a year and a half. And when I originally started, I thought I was going to knock it out in three months. All right. If you guys have ever written a book, you know how easy it is to get going. Something happens. You get out of the the rhythm. And before you know it, six months have gone by or six years or some people I've talked to 30 or 40 years and it's still not done. So um, I literally have the ability to, to finish it today before the final edits It's getting done in the next 48 hours. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it's something that I've been working on and putting off and working on and putting off and not necessarily intentionally putting it off, but it's a big project. So it's like, hey, do I want to spend an hour doing this or do I want to block out a whole weekend to get the book done? So what I want you guys to think about today is uh, even if you have a, a goal or a dream that you've been working on, it keeps getting put on hold, be a finisher, Find the time where you just get you get to that point where you just you've had enough and say, you know what, this needs to end. It's time for this to end so I can move on to the next thing. I'm at that point in my business with this darn book. And I, I hope somebody else listening thinks about that project they've started that's been sitting on the side or the back burner, or maybe it's not even on the stove at all. It's sitting in the back of the fridge. Let's get them out. Let's get them out. Let's get them done before this year ends. And, you know, let's give ourselves room and um you know, energy to focus on something new. So that's my little random story, my little random pitch for you guys this week. Um, Today I've got a great guest. I've got Mayoko Taylor with us. Uh, He's got his own business by the same name. Awesome dude. He will love this conversation. Very inspirational guy. Um, Actually, the title of this podcast, I just took it right off his website because it captures what he's all about so well. So let's check that out now. What is going on, everybody? I've got another great guest with me this week. I've got Mayoko Taylor with me. Let me tell you what I know about him. He's an internationally recognized author. He's an entrepreneur and a personal development coach. Mayoko, I appreciate you coming on the show, my friend. Thanks so much. This is a pleasure of having me. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'd love for you to start off by taking us from your rock bottom to the moment where you decided that, you know what, forget this, enough is enough. 
Okay. Well, I've always been uh, very entrepreneurial when I was young. Either I was always trying to sell something or trying to express creativity in some type of new idea. And somewhere along the line, I can't really say when I kind of stepped away from that and started listening to what everyone else thought and started, um, you know, just falling in line with the conventional way of how to do things, uh, especially in this society, whether it was going to college, getting a regular job, you know, getting a pension, retirement, just the, you know, the basic uh, gist of that. So I found myself working at a job or nine to five that I absolutely hated. And when I tell you hated, I literally hated it. I mean, I would wake up and my stomach would turn. I would get headaches, anxiety, you name it, the whole nine yards. And I would just loathe going to this job. Uh, so I found myself in that position um, along with being in a relationship for seven years that was just emotionally draining and draining in any kind of way that you could imagine. And the only reason why uh, we both stayed in it is because we were scared to uh, get uncomfortable, get out of our comfort zone. Um, so not only was that draining, my health started failing because I had gained a lot of weight and um, was very, very overweight at the time. So all these things were spiraling. I was in a state of you know, constant depression. There was nothing, truly nothing about my life that I really uh, liked at the time. So that in my, that particular point in my life, I like to say that was my rock bottom at the time. And I found myself looking in the mirror one day and I just burst into tears because I had not recognized who or what I was. And I said, one of two things has to happen. Either I need, either I'm going to go down the same road, I'm going to get sicker and sicker, um, continuing this relationship and a job that I absolutely hate. Who knows what's going to happen to me? Um, but it's not going to be good. Or I could make the scariest decision I've ever made in my whole life, which was to go against uh, the conventional norm um, in my adult years and just really follow my passion and the things that I truly wanted to do. And that's what I did. So what I found interesting is when I started to take that first step towards the opposite direction, some of the weight began to lift. And then I said, you know what, maybe I'm on to something here. So I completely immersed myself in personal development books. I started to find out what you know self-discovery was and um, creating a better you those pr particular types of things so it led me to a lot of personal development books um, a lot of different people a lot of different audio CDs because I wanted to find out you know what success truly was how do you find it how do you go about um, the different action steps and what I found is um, a lot of motivational speakers, a lot of people in that particular industry, they get you excited, they get you motivated, but there were no real action steps for me because after I was motivated and inspired, I still uh, kind of went back to that particular environment. So uh, through trial and error, um, certain things have led me to become successful and you know to the point where I am now and that's what I really try to instill as a personal development coach that's why I don't say I'm a success coach or a business coach or those particular types of things because I'm a firm believer that personal development encompasses every aspect of a person's life and you will come across that at some point you will come across one of those particular um, areas at some point so I have a saying you know your business um, affects your life and your life affects your business. Absolutely. Man, thank you for sharing that. That is good stuff. Question for you, though. 
Did you find that, and this may be a kind of a weird question, but did you find that the idea of making a big change was harder than actually doing it? So when you were doing all the stuff that took you to the point of, you know, um, greatest misery and you thought about stepping into that next phase and you actually, you actually did it, but did you find the idea was bigger than the actual experience of doing it? Oh, absolutely. Without question. It, it almost always is a mental thing. I tell people success is created from the inside out. And whenever I see a client or when, whenever I speak to someone and they want some advice, I all, my first, first approach is to look on what's going on within their mind and within their heart. Um, those are the two places that I look because a lot of people say, oh, I want to be a successful entrepreneur. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to stop this particular habit. But the reality is it's usually something that's going on internally that most people do not see, and they just don't know how to tap into that and find out what it is. So, no, absolutely. It was very, very much a mental thing. I was in a comfort zone, and the interesting part was I was comfortable with being miserable. So I was in such a state where I didn't know what it was like to actually be out of misery and and have that ease or that peace of mind. And that actually scared me because I didn't know what that was like. I had been in that state for so long, I didn't know what that was like. So I was really comfortable with being miserable, which sounds very weird, but it's the truth. Man, that's powerful because for some reason I feel like somebody listening right now was kind of half listening and then heard you say I was comfortable with being miserable. Now we've got their full attention. I, I don't know. I just, I, I talked to somebody recently and I'll, I'll try to be as vague as I can um, intentionally for them, but I was talking to somebody recently and they described a lot of what you just did. I mean, just a, you know, a hatred of what they were doing. And from the outside, I, I could see, you know, nothing holding them there at all. And here's the crazy part. They even had another income source that they didn't even need the main one for. And I was like, why are you putting yourself through this torment? And there's literally no gain in it. Like people say, you know, people will, will stay places because of fear. But then when you look at where they're staying, there's literally like no opportunity for any kind of gain. It's like, what are you doing? You know, so a lot of it is perspective, but you know, it's easier to see that in somebody else than it is to see in yourself sometimes, you know? Absolutely. And you have to look at it this way. Change is the unknown. It's the uncertainty. So that within a lot of people brings a certain amount of fear. And you'd be surprised who or, or this particular person is staying in this particular state. Um, because they are comfortable with being miserable. They're comfortable with the headaches. They're comfortable with um, failure, uh, which is very weird. Again, it sounds weird, but I know this is possible because I've done it. You are so comfortable in that particular space because it's predictable. It's it's your safe zone. But in the, rea the reality of it is, it's, it's just destroying your opportunity for success the longer you stay in that particular mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a huge fan of personal development as well. I like books. I like podcasts. What's funny is I, I guess I'm the oldest of the millennials. So I'm 35 and, you know, there's stereotypes of, of all the different um, generations or whatever. But I love technology. But when it comes to reading, I, I love picking up a book in my hand. I, I'm old school in that regard. I do like podcasts. I, I don't ebooks aren't really my thing, which is strange. My wife likes the ebooks. I can't get into it, but I'm a big personal development fan. 
And I know for me, I can remember the book that kind of changed everything. When I started going down the the more serious entrepreneurial path, The Magic of Thinking Big by Dr. David J. Schwartz is the book that, that kind of expanded my mind a little bit. And I said, all right, here we go. And I've really not looked back ever since and enjoyed that. With all that being said, how has your experience with personal development been and how has it specifically transformed your mindset? It's it's really been an interesting ride uh, because I just kind of immersed myself in different books, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, uh, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind by T. Harvey Ecker, um, just just several different people. Jim Rohn, I actually love um, the majority of his stuff. So what it did is it gave me a level of self-awareness that I didn't have before because I was looking externally. I was looking for, you know, all of these other different reasons. Okay, why am I not making money that I, that I want to make? So what type of of, you know, external things do I have to do? Um, why um, am I not, you know, thinking about physically exercising the way that I should? All these different things, but I was, I were looking at, I was looking at the external aspect instead of looking at, okay, what's going on inside of me? What are some um, mental makeups that I may have had um, from an early child? Um, was it something my parents said? Was it my environment? What are some things going on in my brain that have been wired that need to be rewired? So when I started to look at those things, that's what personal development did for me. It caused me to really reevaluate my daily activity. Um, and one of the questions that I have um, in, a, in a book that I recently published was, if you were, if your life was to end tomorrow, what can you say about your life? And it wasn't phrased that way in on my journey in the beginning, but it was phrased kind of similar. And that really got me to look at my life. You know what? If my life ended, what can I say about it? And that was such a powerful question to me because it really shook me up. It was scary, but it was it was very awakening at the same time. And it caused me to to really look at myself and say, you know what? I have not really been doing anything, you know, for me. I have been living a complete life, comfortable with being miserable, and I've just been living life on accident. If anything good happened to me in my life, it literally was an accident to me. Oh, something good happened today. Oh, wow, I didn't expect that. I was not living life by a design, by a vision, by a mission, by a goal. None of that was actually in the equation. Um, So personal development and really thinking about what that is and, and, and how to use that, it really, really changed my life. Let me take that a step further. And if somebody listening were able to, to call into this, like it were radio and ask you and said, hey, Miyoko, what would you recommend for that first book I should read? What would you tell them? I would recommend the first book I would recommend is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I would recommend that book, and I would also recommend uh, U Squared and The Quantum Leap Strategy. Those are two very short books by an author by the name of Price Pritchett. Very, very short reads. Uh, So I would actually recommend those two first. Um, I think they're about 37 pages each, if that. And the reason why is because we're taught conventionally to make very small incremental steps towards success as long as you're making progress doesn't matter how long or short that particular step is, you're going in the right direction, which I agree with, first of all, 
100%. But what the quantum leap strategy does and U squared, which is U2, you can look it up on Amazon and all these bookstores. What it does is it gets you to think outside of the box in a sense of we want you to focus on our get on your gifts, your talents, your abilities, because we're going to set you up to take a particular action that instead of the five years that it was going to take you to achieve doing the conventional way, it's going to take you one year. Or instead of three months, it's going to take you two weeks. So it puts you in a mindset and it gives you some skills that you can actually take that big step that you've been you've been uncomfortable making. Because those things that make you really uncomfortable and that give you that fear and that are causing that pushback are the things that you should take action on because they are going to shorten, shorten your uh, journey to the level of success that you want to achieve. So I think that those are awesome books. Very nice. I like that. I like that. When you, let's see here, when you started to experience positive change, so you'd, you'd started doing some things differently. And when you started to experience positive change, how did this impact your connection to others? So sometimes what I see, what I've experienced is, you know, people that, you know, maybe you spent a lot of time talking to or hanging around at one point in your life, when you start doing things differently, you don't really hang around them anymore. You you need not only a change in the environment, but you need to start looking at the, you know, the people around you as well. So when you started to see that change in your life in a positive way, did this make any impact in your relationship with people? Oh, absolutely. When you start to change and you start to live a life of positivity and you start to achieve certain levels of success, uh, one of two things are going to happen. One, the, the people that you currently surround yourself with, they're going to become inspired. They're going to want to be around you more and you'll start to see changes in their life because the reality is this. A lot of people have that desire to change, but some of them have no direction. Some of them just don't know how to do that. So when they start to see someone they're close to um, doing these things and changing Changing their lives and um, that is hugely impactful for them. The other thing that may happen is that someone may see that you're developing into this person and they just may voluntarily start to distance themselves from you. I've had that happen as well. And then I've had actually uh, another thing. I've had people um, express dislike because some people Unfortunately, when you start to become successful and you're not in that particular state, they liked you better because maybe you were easily to, to manipulate or maybe you were just like them and they had somebody that they can complain to and make excuses with. So when you go through these changes in life, you start to realize that your environment changes at the same time. And I always say like attracts like. And you will start to attract people that are even um, even more accomplished than you in certain areas. So you start to create an environment and a culture around yourself of all these people who are positive and successful and can give you wisdom and knowledge. And you'll find yourself continuing to progress and progress and progress. And you'll start to learn, hey, you know what? You know, I'm I can only be as effective as the five people I surround myself with. That's a very common expression or or principle, and it's a very true one. Very true. Um, environment is very important, and that's what I found happen in my own per, you know personal life and professional life. Um, my environment changed, and the people who are now in my life are some very amazing people. But it was only until I changed. When I changed my internal, then everything around me began to change. Mm -hmm. Super powerful, super powerful. 
Well, our audience here, Inspire Nations, what we call them, they're uh, they're made up of people that are, are thinking about making that leap. You know, whether it's the high side hustle or, or however they want to do that, and it's people in that first three months, or not three months, the first three years or thirty six months of that journey. With that in mind, give us three perspectives to really light the fire of belief in them um, about, you know, they can do what they want to do. They can make the change they want to be. They can build the business they envision. Look, if if I if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, they've heard my story in the beginning of this uh, beginning of this podcast. But there's a couple of things that I want to point out before you even become that entrepreneur, feed that entrepreneurial spirit, one thing you must know, and I'm going to go down a couple of things. The first thing is entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. It is not like, okay, I'm just this business owner. I'm owning a business. Entrepreneurship is a lifestyle and entrepreneurship at first is not sexy at all. And what I mean is that you are going to go through some things. You are going to, your things about yourself are going to be challenged. You may not have everybody that supports you in the beginning. Um, you must know yourself. So know what your, know what your passion is, know what your mission is. Why are you, why do you want to become an entrepreneur? Why are you engaging in this particular lifestyle now of having a business and having a brand? Um, who is your who is your audience? What is your mission? Why do you want to do this? And when you have that, then you can go into go into with an idea and start to create this particular brand and this particular um, whatever product or company that's going to solve a problem or going to make the world just a more of a better place. So you have to really know who you are. I always tell people that because you can get in and and become an entrepreneur or go, get into entrepreneurship and start having a successful um, business or brand and then kind of plateau or get to a point where it's just like, what am I doing? So you have to know who you are and who you are going to serve. That's the first thing. And then understand entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. When you have a vision, and this is one of the things I've learned started out, I'm very close to my family, love my family. But when I, I ventured into what I was doing. I did not have the particular level of support that I desired because they could not understand what I was doing. I didn't know at the time in the very beginning, but I want people to understand when you have a vision, you are the visionary. You are the creator. You are the director of your major uh, motion picture film. So not everybody is going to see things from your perspective. Eventually they come around, those that who love you and support you. But in the beginning, you may not have the support you need, so be prepared for that. If you have this amazing vision that's going to change the world or that's going to change business or it's going to change someone's life in some major way, you can't expect everybody to say, oh, I got it 100 percent. Oh, because they don't know how to support you. They have no idea what is going on between your, you know, between your eyes and your mind. They don't understand. So don't take it personal when you don't have that level of support. And I think these are the things that entrepreneurs really need to see because they see a lot of entrepreneurs. They're millionaires. They have all these fancy houses, cars. They're successful. They're in Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc. Magazine. But they don't understand these people had a vision, and it wasn't always easy in the beginning. Some of them were ridiculed. Some of them were 
uh, talked about in very negative ways, and a lot of people rejected them at first. Why? Because they could not see the vision from the visionary. So always remember, as an entrepreneur, you are creating a vision, something that has not manifested materialistically yet in the lives of the rest of the world, but you can see it in your, your mind perfectly. You can touch it, touch it, taste it, smell it, see it. You know, you know what you're wearing. You know exactly what you're doing. You have to understand the entire world does not see this the way that you do. So be prepared to be prepared if you don't have the support that you like. Um, that is a very, very normal thing in entrepreneurship, which is why it's also important to have an environment of possibly other entrepreneurs or other people that understand entrepreneurship because that will be key and that will be very helpful for you in that first three years and throughout your, core, throughout your life as an entrepreneur. Um, so I think that's very, very important. Know that this is your vision. It is nobody else's. So if you don't have that particular level of support, it's okay. It's all right because I want you to understand why. Because you're the visionary. This is your vision. You are taking people on the journey. They're not taking you on a journey. You're taking them on a journey. This is how leaders are created. You are a leader. So being a leader, somebody has to have the vision first. And that person is you. Absolutely. You were just in the zone there for a minute, weren't you? Absolutely. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. I'm sitting here forgetting that I'm even on the podcast and I'm just listening to it like, man, he is dialed in. You know, I, I love what you said about entrepreneurship as a lifestyle. I say that phrase and I've never heard anybody else say it that way. So you got my attention quick, but I love it because people, like you say, you know, where I'm at with a lot of it right now is the, the not glamorous part and people just don't get it. You know, we live in this fast-paced world where it's all about the Instagram lifestyle, which we know is the, the highlight reel of people's lives or, or fabricated altogether. Either way, it doesn't matter because, you know, the truth to it is there's a, a lot of vacations you don't do. There's a lot of going out to eat you don't do. It's sacrifice on a level that, that people don't understand, and most people wouldn't do it because when you tell them the proposition to get to where you want to go, this is what you might have to do. People are like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give that up. I'm going to essentially keep doing what I'm doing and they're not, you know, they're not going to get there. Without question, I've had somebody tell me and it really kind of struck struck me and I had to think about it. They said you have to really have some serious mental, physical and emotional strength to become an entrepreneur or to even have that particular lifestyle. And I really had to think about it and I said, "You know what? You're right. People don't understand the level of stress." Um, the level of mental, physical, and emotional strain it can actually place on you, especially if, uh, like I said in the be beginning, you don't have that support. So you're creating, but at the same time, you still have the realities of life. You have bills. You have uh, personal responsibilities, professional pro responsibilities. You have all these things, and you have to learn how to manage these things. And this is why I have a very realistic approach to coaching and to um, entrepreneurship because these are the things things that most people don't really hear enough. They don't hear that, okay, you may see that, okay, this person is a best-selling author and, and this person is successful from a business standpoint. But what you don't see is this person may be struggling with his marriage because he's spending too much time focusing on his business or being an entrepreneur or, or cultivating um, his message or um, his health is, is not too good because he hasn't gotten sleep.
sleep in the last two or three days. Now, these aren't good things I'm, I'm talking about. You don't want to aspire to do that, but these are sometimes the realities of life in this particular aspect, um, especially starting out because you take a lot of time to build your brand and, and because your brand is an extension of yourself. So people don't hear about these particular things. There are people that, um, you know, my situation wasn't to that extreme that have lived in their cars or that have sacrificed a lot of things to get to where they are because they had a vision and they had a mission and they believed in it so much that they were willing to make sacrifices. And I tell entrepreneurs all the time, do not think that you will not make a sacrifice doing this because you're going to make some type of sacrifices. Um, and I should say sacrifices. Um, you're going to make those. Does it have to be as extreme as living in, living in your car? No, but that's some that are some people. Those are some people's realities. Uh, that's a person's reality. Does it have to be as extreme as your marriage suffering? No, it doesn't. But that's a person's reality. Sometimes it is like that. So um, I, I tell people there's a reality to it. Sometimes I don't feel like talking to anybody. I talk to people for a living. I help people for a living. Sometimes I don't. I'm a human being. I just want to stay to myself and I need to recharge because I have my own life. I have my own emotions. I have my own things that I go through. And I tell people that and it kind of sets them at ease. And that's why a lot of people are engaged with what I do is because I am not somebody that puts myself on a pedestal. I am a human being. I have emotions. I have moods just like everybody else. I can get angry. I can feel like I don't want to be bothered. Um, for the majority of the time of my life, I'm very motivated. I try to inspire, not only inspire other people. Just oftentimes things that I do, I'm inspiring myself at the same time. So people forget that. People forget that we are human beings. And I think part of the reason is a lot of your motivational speakers and a lot of people that are in self-help. Um, it's usually how I went to this rags to riches story and how I'm always motivated now and how I'm always on top. And you know, um, Jason, as well as I, that is not the case. You are not always on top. You don't always feel motivated. You don't always feel inspired. Sometimes you don't even feel like getting out of bed. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Oh, yeah. being a human being. But this is the thing that they do not hear. So they come pumped up. They're excited about entrepreneurship and they want to enter into this lifestyle. And do not get me wrong. Being an entrepreneur is amazing. It is amazing. And the rewards, obviously, you can see the rewards. The rewards far outweigh a lot of the things that you have to go through. That's without question. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality of it is, is most people do not talk about those particular um, everyday life things. They always focus on the motivation and how awesome it is and what I'm doing now. And now I have these houses and these boats. Okay. Give people the reality of it. You don't know how long it's going to take to get those things or if you'll ever, ever get those things. And I all, often tell people success is personal. You have to make it personal. Um, everybody's version of success is different. My version of success is not going to be the same as yours. We may end up with some of the same things, maybe some of the same type of cars, whatever. It may be some type of material thing that we may end up saying, oh, he's got that. I got that, too. Oh, cool. But our version of success may be something different. You may want to devote your life to a charity, and that's why you're making your money and you've become so immersed in entrepreneurship. I may want to 
um, create other type of companies or travel the world. Um, that may be what successful is to me. It, it varies from person to person, and I need the audience to understand that. Um, one person, their idea of success may not be $10 million. It may be 200000 in the financial department. It may be even less than that. But as long as you're well-rounded and you're living a fulfilling life, that is what success is to you. And I think that's where people fall short because they look at so many other entrepreneurs, business people, entertainers, and they look at what they have. And with the media, this perception of success just makes me sick because it gets people in this mindset that I have to have this to be happy. And that is completely, completely false. Success is personal. You have to make it that way. And that's why I said in the beginning, it's important that you know yourself. You have to know who you are because that's going to be important in the long run when you determine what success is. When you completely know yourself, you know what makes you happy. You know what's going to fulfill your life and you know what's going to make you successful. So as long as those particular needs are met and all the other things come as a bonus, I mean, you're on cloud nine. Even with all the things that you may uh, encounter as an entrepreneur, you're still on cloud nine. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll be honest with you, man. I love your authenticity. And I was talking to my wife yesterday about a podcast I did this week. And I told her, I said, man, my, my mind was just foggy. Like you said, I'm human. And I was just, I made a couple of mistakes on air where I was talking and then something behind me in the room distracted me. And I found myself talking, facing the wrong way. I was like, what am I doing? So I addressed it on the air. I was like, sorry about that. I just got far away on you. I don't know what I was doing. And then I looked down at a question I was going to ask the guest, and it didn't make any sense. So on the fly, I had to come up with something you know, meaningful and impactful. And I shared that as well. And my wife was like, why would you tell people that? I said, you know why? Because everything I do is 100% real all the time. People that, connect with that, you know? It, it's it's so powerful. You, Jason, you have no idea. People have – there is a great cry for authenticity now. People are tired of the gimmicks. I mean in, in every aspect of in, industry, even entrepreneurship now, it's gimmicks. So I really, really commend you for doing what you did because you are allowing people to engage with you in a way where they really can't with a lot of – people that I'm not going to name in the personal development industry. There's people in personal development or uh, motivational, um, the motivational and inspirational industry that have not even experienced the things that they're trying to help other people with. Isn't that crazy? And, I, and that is huge. They have not, and I'll say it again, they have not experienced anything that they are trying to help you with. So my question is, if you haven't experienced a lot of these different things, and I'm not saying you have to experience everything that someone has gone through, but if you have never had that period of rock bottom or that period where you've gone through something and that, how can you emotionally engage with these people? How can you have the passion and the desire to really help them change? Well, that's the million dollar question because a lot of people attend these seminars, they buy the books and they go to these expensive um, workshops and retreats only to feel cheated and feel like they're up, trying to be upsold a, another product because the passion is not there. Mm -hmm. Every time I, t I have a client or uh, I speak on a podcast, I often ask myself, what do, what does the audience need to get out of me? So I put 100% into this because I used to be the audience, and in some cases I still am. I don't ever want to forget where I've come from.
Mm-hmm. And and that's something that I always say you, and that is so important. So I commend you for that, for mm-hmm. being that transparent. That is powerful in entrepreneurship, and it's powerful in life. Uh, period, and that is truly leading by example. So I commend you. Awesome, thank you. And you had you got me thinking about a couple of things, and let's see which one do I want to jump in on first. For one, I love it, and I, I say this with heavy sarcasm, but it's kind of funny. I love it when people will say, "Hey, hey, let me let me talk to you real quick. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong with your business." And I'll stop them real quick. I'm laid back when I'm direct. I'm saying, wait, wait, have you ever run a lemonade stand? Like, no, I've never done anything in business. I said, well, don't finish your thought. You're not allowed to have an opinion. If you've never done anything in business, I don't want to hear what you have to say. You know, no offense, but if it offends you, maybe you should listen to what I'm saying very carefully. So people listening, pay attention to that. You'll find a lot of times getting started, the people that think they're giving you advice to help you, they may have zero experience in what they're talking about. It's like I can't, I can't tell you what it's like driving through South Carolina because I've never been there. So if I start telling you about it, just walk away or tune me out. You know, it's a kind of off-the-wall example, but, you know, you'll find that, that people will do that. And, and what I try to do is I don't try to say, hey, look what I'm doing or look what I'm accomplishing to the world and the audience. It's like, hey, guys, look what I'm doing. And if I believe, you know, if I'm not going to stop me, who else is going to stop me? You know, I want to inspire people like that. Like, I'm going to put my mind to something. I'm going to take action quickly. And I'm not going to stop till I get there. You know, do I have weaknesses? Absolutely. But where my strengths are and where, you know, I know what they are is when I get my mind set on something and I, you know, my uh, my period to um, actually put it in motion is generally very short. When I say, you know, I'm going to do that, I'm doing it very, very quickly I don't care who believes in it or not. Like, if I believe in it, get out of my way because it, it's going to happen. And I want other people listening to embrace that mentality. What's the worst that can happen? You fail, so what? Get back up, learn from it, pivot, keep moving forward. So I guess I got on a little rant there, but I feel like no, it's needed. No, you just said something so powerful. And I'm going to piggyback off of what you said. When I, when I figured out what my vision was and what my mission was, that's when the purpose aspect came into it. And when you know that 100%, that's similar to putting your mind to something and believing in something. When you know that and nobody can shake that from you, amazing things start to happen in your life. You don't care what anybody says. You don't care what anybody thinks because you're so focused on that particular mission and your purpose that you are just a driving force at that point. I'm at the point in my life where I can care less what anybody say says or thinks about um, what I'm doing. I really don't. I When I say I don't care, I do not care at all. And the reason why is because I believe that I'm purposed to do this, for one, and I have seen the benefits. I've seen the results from other people's lives, not only just their lives, but you know, more importantly, my life, because I'm a firm believer as you change your life and you make yourself more valuable, then you can add more value to other people. So, no, I definitely had to piggyback off of that because you get to a point where you don't care at all what anybody else thinks. And that's when you can truly focus on your gifts and uh, focus on the things that you're best at and work harder at what you're best at and, and not focus on these other things and what people are saying and what they're not saying. And to go back with what you said, most of your biggest critics have no business experience. They don't know what it's like to even run a business. Um, they've never stepped out of a nine to five. Um, they have never really took 
a calculated risk in their life at all. But they have so much to say, and that's just people. That's just human nature, it seems, with with others. I have received my biggest criticism from people that have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and I think that's important for people to understand that. Your biggest criticism is not going to come from the entrepreneur who's had a million-dollar business or um, the person that's traveling the world doing what they love to do um, as an entrepreneur, uh, truly living the lifestyle. Your your biggest encouragement will come from them. Your biggest criticism are going to come from people who have no experience and because they are too afraid and they are so stuck in their ways where they don't want to change anything for their life that they're unhappy with, by the way, they are going to criticize you and say that you cannot do it. Absolutely. Man, good stuff. This is good. Great episode. There's so much. There, there's so much gold here. I, I hope people are really paying attention. Uh, what has been the number one accelerator in your business growth? So when you started to, you know, to land clients or land jobs, you started to get a touch of success. What would you attribute to the thing that really got that moving? I think the thing that really got that moving is my authenticity. I truly don't care what a client thinks of me at the end of the day. As long as the particular objective is met. And I often tell my clients, I say, look, here, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not one of these people that I'm going to say, okay, here's your bill and here's your worksheet. We're going to do this and you're not going to hear it from me. I invest in each one of my clients. So when you come on board, I, I tell people, I said, I'm like the annoying big brother um, or that person that is, is going to push you. I said, you if you come to me, it's because I know you are willing to change. And this is why I don't accept everybody. I have to see a particular thing in a person. You have to show me that you really are at that point where you want to change, period. And I'll take that and then I'll put 100 percent of, of, of investing my, myself into you. So that, that is, that's what makes me different. I really don't care um, what people think or what people say. My motive is to help you transform your life, period. And once that's done, I'm locked in. As you can see in certain periods of, the, of this podcast, I get locked in. And my, my particular objective is to, okay, what's going on? What, how did you end up here? We have to focus on that. I don't care if you're looking at my hair. I don't care. Not that I have bad hair or anything, but I don't really care what you're overall um, impression of me is because at the end of the day, we work together. The majority of the time you're going to say this person helped me change my life. And that's what you're going to focus on at the end of the day. So I think it's the fact that I don't care. I am focused on the objective. How can I help this person? What in the world is going on in their mind? Why are they stuck from progressing to the point of success that they want to get to? Whatever area it is in their life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's business, whether it's um, they can't get along with their family. All these things are personal development, whether um, they're having trouble trying to exercise or they're struggling with this habit because I can create a realistic approach and say, you know what? Ah, I struggle with that from time to time. Here's what I do. Here's here's my uh, suggestion for you. So oftentimes it's because I fully engage myself with that particular person. I'm not worried about everything else. My goal is to a lot of people ask me what I do. And it's very I sum it up very simple terms. I help people create a life 
that they don't have to escape from. And when I tell people that, when I tell people that, it's just like, oh, I know exactly what this guy does. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's my objective because I know how it is to live that particular life. Mm -hmm. You're running and hiding and it's just like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I wish I could run away somewhere. I need a vacation. Oh, my God. I just need to get away from everybody. You need a vacation every five minutes. Why are you trying to escape from your life? Let's focus on that issue. What's going on there? Why do you feel like you have to escape from your own life? Mm-hmm. And that's what people do every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really good. That's a very, very good perspective on coaching. And I can tell that your clients are dealing with a, a top shelf guy because when people are too obsessed about, that. yeah, no problem at all. When people, as a, from a coach's standpoint, when they're too obsessed about what do people think about me, they've got the wrong questions in their mind like that that should like you said that shouldn't be part of the equation at all it's like hey if you came to me to get to the next level in your business i'm going to push you in some places that are going to be uncomfortable for you there's going to be conversations you're going to walk away from say man what's this guy's problem but if you stick with me and you do what you say you're going to do you're going to come out of it say now i get it you pushed me so far out of my comfort zone i can't even find it anymore you know absolutely absolutely it's not about you. And this is what I tell a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business people, um, especially people that are in leadership positions. You have to understand something. It is not about you. Get out of your own way. This is not about how good you look and I'm an entrepreneur and it makes you pump your – this is not about you. This is about service to others. What type of problem are you are you solving what type of difference are you making to other people and it is your responsibility if you have that gift if you have that talent and i'll even say it for you jason if 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 you have talents and abilities that can help people which i am positive you do and you're doing it is our obligation and our responsibility to help someone there's someone out there right now listening to this that's going to listen to this podcast and the light bulb is going to go off and many podcasts that you have down the road So it is our responsibility when we don't feel like getting up in the morning, we have to think there's somebody waiting for that next podcast. There's somebody waiting for those encouraging words because they're on the brink of possibly making a decision that can change their life in in the wrong way. So we have a responsibility. It is not it is never about us. And the person that understands it is not about them and to utilize their gifts and really immerse themselves into helping that other person. That is the person that at the end of the day is going to build loyal people that love and support what they're doing and their business will continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What are you focused on next? So between um, July and the rest of the year, what have you got going on in your business? I have got some exciting things going on right now. Um, the book has uh, "Find Your Amazing Five Steps to Transforming Your Life" has done very well, and it has always been my desire to turn it into a, a curriculum, um, a course, a program. And so I'm proud to say I'm actually working on that now. So I'm very, very excited about that. When I created that book, I wanted it to be short enough so people could not. They wouldn't be overwhelmed with so much information and be on information overload, but I didn't want it to be too short. So I made it just right, and it's a manual that people can refer to, and I kept hearing this over and over again, regardless of what level you are in your life. It's something that you can refer to because the steps are practical. They're actionable. So my question was, 
how do I put this into, you know, a program, a curriculum? And I, I met someone and they have experience with that. And we kind of hit it off and we've been in talks for a while and, you know, we're actually in development to do it. So I'm really, really excited about that. That is a huge project for me. I have other things going on, but this one I'm excited about because if I can create a way where I can get this into the hands of every walk of life, every person and can give them a particular manual they can refer back to now without me coaching them directly or um, possibly never hearing a podcast. Now they have access to tools that I know if they take actions on, they will see changes in their life. So I'm truly excited about that. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, somebody listening, if, they, if they've heard this and they say, you know what, I want to talk to Miyoko myself. I want to see what he's got going on. What's the best way they could contact you? They can contact me by going to my website. It's www.miyokotaylor.com. It's Amazon Mary, E-I-Y-O-K-O, Taylor.com. You can always find me on social media. I am constantly on social media, on Twitter and um, Instagram at Miyoko Taylor and Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is official Miyoko Taylor. So you can always contact me there. The book, Find Your Amazing Five Steps for Transforming Your Life is available on Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. Um, I'm a very, very easy person to find. I'll even give you my email and that's my first name. It's Amazon Mary, E-I-Y-O-K-O at MiyokoTaylor.com. No, I do not have an assistant answering emails. I still answer my emails personally. People think I'm nuts. Um, but until I can't humanly do that anymore and it just gets overwhelming, I'm going to continue to do that because I love engaging with people. Awesome. Well, thank you very, very much for coming on today. This is a phenomenal episode. I had a heck of a good time. I hope you did too. I absolutely enjoyed myself, Jason. I hope we can do this again. And thank you for having me. I deeply appreciate it. And hopefully they, um, the audience gained some value from it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they will. So thank you and take care. You too. All right, everybody. What'd you think? Pretty good, huh? Myoko, if you're listening, my friend, thank you. And I appreciate your patience getting that podcast recorded. I know there was a few reschedules there, but as you know, good things are worth waiting for. If you guys want to check out this um, the show notes from this episode, go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 90 for the conversa conversation highlights, the show notes, and all that good stuff. And we are 10 episodes away from number 100. I will tell you, it's already recorded, just hasn't been released yet. So we're uh, slowly chugging towards that triple digit mark. Good stuff there. It's been a long road, but it's been a lot of fun. I hope you guys have been running with us for a while and uh, learning great stuff from all these guests. Thank you for your ear. We will catch up with you next week. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.